Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Next Reel Saturday Matinee, our weekly show where the Next Reel team gets together to talk about news, reviews, new trailers, and the hotly debated weekly list challenge. I'm Mandy Kaplan, and I'm thrilled to welcome aboard Josh Stolte. Hello. Hello. I... I I'm just shocked to be here. I had no idea that they would uh, actually let me come back. And I'm assuming you're making payments. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, since yeah. the last time, I just, uh, I was, I, you know, whatever I have, I just, I just Grease send those in. palms, Josh. Yes, exactly. Grease them. Somebody who knows a lot about that is our other co-host, Rob Cabosco. Wait, hold on. The, I know a lot about greasing palms? Yeah. That's why I'm allowed here. Yeah. That's the only reason why I've I've been I've they've offered me money to not come back. And I was like, no, I'll double it. That's why I'm still I'm still here. Hey, everybody. It's <laughs> great to be here. I, what a beautiful Saturday. Isn't it, though? So what have you guys been watching, doing, enjoying? You know, I have been uh, actually perusing YouTube lately uh, to uh, witness the opening of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, and all of the extremely um, uh, wide range of opinions 
on this thing. And all I can think of is like, yeah, it looks fun to me. I'd, I'd go. Is that in Disneyland or Disney it's World? In, it's in Orlando, Florida, in Disney mm-hmm. World. It is a two-day experience where you are immersed in just uh, everything Star Wars. It's, it's a hotel, but it's supposed to be more like a star cruiser. So um, that's really all I know about it so far, other than that uh, they let a bunch of people in the uh, industry have the first weekend to check it out. So they've been posting a lot of stuff about how they're excited about it. And do you have your tickets booked? I do not have my tickets booked because all that money that I've been paying to be here. Yes. Good point. <laughs> is, is, uh, is cutting into that fund as, as is, you. you know, like college education for my children and things like that. But, you know. Oh, your priorities are messed up. I know, right? I just, yeah. I was waiting for you to drop the bombshell. I was so waiting to see Mandy's reaction. Let me also explain it this way. It's two days, two nights in a windowless hotel where for a little bit of it you get taken to Batu, which is the galaxy's edge experience in disney world guess how much this whole thing costs mandy two days two nights what would you pay uh, what would i pay a, what would you pay a dollar twelve or i would demand right. money from them this ain't okay, my so thing you have to you have to multiply that by four thousand it is four thousand dollars it is over four thousand dollars wow <laughs> So I have missed. Okay, this is interesting. I'm going to go right onto YouTube after this because I've missed the reactions. I forgot that this was the early previews because the actual official ones launch in a few weeks, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So I have I have some friends, you know, that uh, are are podcasters or writers for magazines, things like that, internet, and uh, they okay, they were no invited. Need to brag here, Josh. Oh we, wait, we did, did, did they invite me? No, I'm not. Hey, obviously I didn't get to go, so <laughs> no bragging allowed for me. I, I'm je- very jealous, but um, yeah. So they they got to to go see it, and they have weren't allowed to post any pictures or anything before uh, they let them. But uh, you know, they've the the friends of mine that are just kind of immersing themselves in it and enjoying the ride. Um, they have had a great time. So, um, I'm, I'm all for it. And, and of course, yeah, I, I probably won't ever be able to afford it, but my guess is that number one, the price will go down because most people can't afford it. And, uh, eventually I think it's going to be a little bit looser and just become more of a hotel, uh, than what it is now. But I mean, if you think about it, if you were going like on a, on a two day, two night, cruise on a cruise ship mm-hmm. um you know i mean it's it's pretty comparable uh i mean I, it's probably a little bit more than some but um it's a different kind of experience and and you know when you say windowless i guess that depends on what your definition of windows are because uh <laughs> well it's the screens because you're in space <laughs> i know i oh, know sorry. but i but i had to because i had to see mandy's reaction yeah of course yes yeah <laughs> uh rob what have you been ingesting Okay, so we're almost done. I think I've mentioned this. Uh, my wife is still on the Boston Legal revisit. Okay. So we're almost <laughs> we're almost near the end. Boston Legal, a great show. Mm. Let me tell you something. That show still relevant, still very funny. Mm. You do not, if you don't know what I'm talking about, James Spader and William Shatner have the greatest on-screen chemistry ever. It's worth watching. I'm watching it because John Larroquette's now he's this is the final like home stretch of it. She just loves we love revisiting old shows every once in a while. And sure. this is where we're at. I would have so watched a spinoff of Shatner and Spader just sitting on the balcony talking, you know, half an yes. hour every week or something like that. I would have totally watched that. How they're not doing how or not now, probably, but how they didn't do a podcast at some point. Just with the two of them having their weekly conversation. With cigars do- and brown liquor, right? Wasn't that yes. the thing? Yeah. It would absolutely be amazing. And then I, I watched uh, most of a particular thing that's gonna we're going to talk about later, Mandy, because of you. Oh. That's something else I watched. Because so. of me. Okay. Yeah. I tried to watch. I chose Inventing Anna, the Shondaland uh, Netflix show about Anna Delvey, this con woman. So I chose that last time I was on Mad as my trailer and I was very excited to check it out even though I am anti Shonda I checked it out mm. and hated it and didn't even get through the whole first episode so that's where we stand with inventing Anna but I feel like it's water cooler fodder right now have either of you tried to watch it I have not 
Yeah. I know it exists yeah. because, because of what I watched that was on Netflix. So okay. I just knew it existed because it's the thing that they're promoing right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're, they're heavily promoting it. And I just don't think oh. it's a well-told story. I think it's a fascinating story that's not well-told. So but maybe I'm a snob. <laughs> no, Mandy, you're not a snob. No, I just met you. I can tell you're not a snob. Thanks, Josh. You're welcome, um, yes. Yeah. I wanted to discuss, and I can't believe it has not been discussed up till now, the Razzies. Thank you. <laughs> this happens every year. And I think it's this weird badge of honor that some people now, like a few cool celebrities have been like, I'm going to show up and accept my Razzie and make the most of this. But this year seems to be extra insulting and extra vicious. And I wanted to know what you guys thought of these nominations and if you've seen any of these movies. I have uh, not seen a whole lot of the movies, um, but I'm and I know what the Razzies are. Of course, I kind of see the list every year. What what way is it like more insulting this year? Just the way they're presenting them or because I don't like go and like read them. Usually I usually just see what the list is. I don't know if it's more insulting, but I looked at the list pretty carefully this year and like there's a special category for worst performance by Bruce Willis. Yes, that was my favorite one. Yes. Seven movies <laughs> that were all terrible. They just seem to be really I guess I take personal umbrage because they're really anti Dear Evan Hansen, which I don't think was as bad yeah. as all of this. So I get my feathers ruffled. This is me worked up. I'm all hot and bothered because come on, give them a break. It's a brilliant musical and they made an I thought a a better than okay movie. So the Razzies don't think that. I know and I and I kind of figured that's what probably piqued your interest on this was Dear Evan Hansen, which I have not seen yet, but I know a lot about it. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of family members who've seen it who loved it. They even enjoyed the movie. So I mean there's that. And yet I could see that there was a particular type of criticism that really stuck to it. And so I wasn't surprised to see it on there. Now, here's the one. Okay, so worst picture nominees. The first one on this is Diana, the musical, the Netflix version. And I went, wait, what? <laughs> what is this? So did you so watch the, it? Yes. What? So the first what? thing I did was uh, because they are nominated it. every single category yes. of actor, supporting actor, actress, supporting actress. Yes. They all have nominees from this. Yes. I watch it. And I'm going to tell you, it opened. And I went, oh, this could be interesting because... No, there's no spoilers there. The actress who plays Diana comes out singular on the stage. There's they have the lighting effect. It, it's nicely well dressed in terms of the stage, the stage components. Um, they have like the paparazzi lights going off. She's starting and you're and you're getting to what they're trying to the story they're trying to tell. And then it gets just really odd and weird <laughs> and not right. Like I felt kind of dirty. Like I'm watching this going, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is like a musical thing yet. Right. And so they, and there's weird stuff in it. Like, like there's a character that plays the queen who also plays another character. So or I don't know if that was like an, I didn't understand Judy that. Kay, who is a Broadway yes. legend played yes. both Queen Elizabeth and Barbara Cartland and got nominated. I, I assume <laughs> Double. Yes. <laughs> she does. Yes. Camilla's in it. Prince Charles. The guy, Prince Charles, is kind of okay. Um, but it ends with, I mean, here's the thing. Again, no spoiler. The way that they deal with the death, it that's where the show sort of ends. And I and I will just say, it's it's a weird, it's just weird. I I I don't know. I felt I felt very confused <laughs> after watching it. Props to Costume design was fantastic. If you know anything about the the her, they, I mean, they did. They tried to they they did a lot of what Diana wore, like when she had William, when she had her first son. Like they tried to work that all in. What a what a it's what a it's ride. original music. Yes. Oh, I mean, I'm so sick of jukebox musicals that I admire anybody who writes an original musical these days, but. Oh, yeah. here's the though, like for the Razzies, this is what I think the Razzies should be. And it may have started out like this, but I think it's kind of gotten off of this and been more kind of insulting, like you said. But you, your description of that just now made me want to watch it. Yes. Right. 
And so that's what I think the Razzie should be is just kind of like, look, here's a bunch of movies that they weren't that great and they are not going to be at the Academy Awards or any other award show this year. But we want you to know about them. So we're going to share them with you. And that's to me what I think the Razzies ought to be tongue in cheek, uh, almost like a roast. Right. Mm hmm. And um, and that's what I kind of do with those. I look at some of these on the list and uh, n- not the Bruce Willis one so much because I saw some of them and those should not probably ever be seen. But a, a lot of them on the list there. I want to watch now just because they're on the Razzie list. Hmm. Interesting. I have not seen a lot. I did see Woman in the Window, which I didn't hate. It wasn't very good, but I I was moderately entertained and I saw and liked Dear Evan Hansen. But that's it. A House of Gucci got a couple uh, nominations yeah, there. Them, right. So Jared Leto, and then his like stupid face got a nomination. I'm not <laughs> making that up. They they said like him and his stupid latex face got a best couple or worst screen couple <laughs> nomination, or his geeky clothes, or his ridiculous accent. <laughs> Did, did you not have, though, the greatest fun? Okay, the worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie. I knew of this because uh, my partner in crime on a lot of things, Kyle Olson, has, we uh, are, are working on some new projects. And one day he was in my office, my day job, and we were going on iTunes and looking at movies and we were going down the rabbit hole of, oh, and this person's, you know, look at the other movies this person is in. And we went down the Bruce Willis rabbit hole. I had not heard of any of these movies, but we saw them going down the whole of iTunes. The, this list is absolutely unbelievable. The best part is you go through some of these movies and go look at like the taglines. Um, Cosmic Sin. There is a movie Bruce Willis was in called Cosmic Sin. The tagline is humanity needs a hero. Um, th- this is hilarious. There's the latest one that he was in, which I think is also nominated for a performance. Midnight in the Switchgrass. Yes. Do you know what the tagline for that movie is? Please share. Can they stop a serial killer who can't stop himself? Oh. <laughs> what serial killer is trying to stop himself? Well, isn't that what a serial killer is? A serial killer is someone who can't stop him. There's, there's a movie on this list named Out of Death. I think that is a fantastically stupid title. Wait. So. Oh, and here's why. Because I took a treatment on that. I got a little something for you, right? That, Out of Death... That is the, the movie is about a retired cop named Jack Harris who has to protect his niece and an innocent woman from corrupt cops after the woman took a video of one of the police killing a drug dealer. Fine. Can I tell you this? Here's what this movie should be. A movie called Out of Death should be this. Retired cop and Texas chef Beef Wellington is looking for a new job. His next stop, sous chef at a vegan resort. This summer's rom-com answers the question, what's not on the menu out of death. Rob, I love it. That's very John Mulaney of you. I love it. Come on. I mean, what is that? All I will say is there's a lot of theories as to what's happened to Bruce Willis because he has become he's become a direct to video mm-hmm. king. I don't mm-hmm. know what more to say. Yeah. Like, right? Like, I don't right. know how this happened. What did the career turn like? What happened here? He's Nick Cage. Yeah, well, I mean, he's now he's. But Nick Cage is now acknowledging it and rising like a phoenix from the ashes. So we'll see what so Bruce Willis can do. Uh, does that happen? We're ready yeah. for a, a Bruce Willis comeback. That's yes, uh, I believe it'll happen. Do you know what? Can I can I make a prediction? You know, you know what Bruce Willis's next movie is going to be called? Oh my God! Please, ready for it? Yeah, act for cash. <laughs> 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 and I'm out. <laughs> Oh, out of death. Way to end strong, my friend. That's actually just what his business card says when he goes into an audition. <laughs> it's, for cash. Yeah. Oh, I love it. There's another story up here on the coda about uh, Hasbro announcing new toys. But neither one I, of you posted this, right? No, no, I did. Oh, you did. But when I when I saw the Razzies, I mean, I kind of did it afterwards. And then I realized, no, the Razzies is all I want to talk about. <laughs> it was just this story. Hasbro announced a whole bunch of new toys. And, and I mean, you know, they have like the themed uh, Clue and Monopoly. They have both themed versions of Bridgerton. <laughs> Bridgerton Clue and Bridgerton Monopoly coming out. Come on. All right. <laughs> I'm, as I've stated, I'm anti-Shonda, so I I will not be 
purchasing those. Uh, that that feels like it more should be like Bridgerton against humanity than Monopoly. <laughs> you know, that's well played. It's frustrating these these games that come out with uh, specific versions because it really is just the game. So you're spending sure. a lot more just to have like, you know, Ross and Rachel on the game when really it's just the game. It's still Monopoly. Yes. It's still, it's still I'm such a cynic. No, Save your money, people. Save your money. So uh, you can go to the Galactic Star Cruiser. That's yeah, You're exactly. going to need that money. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, are we ready to talk trailers? Yes. <gasps> okay. I chose one that I am very excited about, which has not happened for me in a while. I keep choosing these ones, and I'm like, I'm not going to see it, but I needed a trailer, and there it is. But this one stars Amy Schumer. I don't know if she wrote it, but it reeks of something she would write. Uh, It is not a movie. It is a limited series on Hulu. And it is a hilarious trailer called Life and Beth. You ladies are looking for trouble tonight. I can feel it. (laughs) All right, behave yourselves. We're too old to be here, right? I think our Chirac is still open. I should definitely get it, right? Mm-hmm. Spread love. That's what I feel pretty ready for a new start. I'm done selling wine. I have an appointment with a wine manager. Cork and Fork magazine called it drinkable. Ooh, whoa! My boyfriend, he always says I seem like I'm 100. Hey! Hey, babe. Hey. At this point, I'm just following him around like some sad loser. I like really had it together up until two weeks ago, so please. Look in the mirror for love. I was thinking I could come out to Long Island. It went that bad. And he took the breakup like a total champ. Uh-huh. We're both just being completely adult about it. I'm never dating again. You're saying that now, and in a couple of months, you're going to shave that bush. How do you know I have a bush right now? You got a big bush, I can tell. You're like two feet up. You are a natural-born salesman. But you have to find the thing that gives you that charge. I- I'm supposed to ask you for a tour. These are stinging nettles. Can I pick one? You harvest them. Got it. Use it in a sentence. I should have harvested my eggs. It feels so good to be out here. What's his name? Her, and I never name them. Oh, it's delicious. Rabbit liver. Is it rabbit? That's why I don't name them. <sighs> the male voice you hear that she's flirting with is Michael Sarah, And I've been wondering where he went. And he is a one-trick pony, and I love his one trick so much that I've been dying to see him resurrect and do it more. And here he is as the adult version of his super bad self or his arrested development self. And I I'm excited about this. I love Amy Schumer. I have such a, a uh, unabashed love of her. What did you guys think? I, I'm actually a fan of Amy Schumer too. Um I I think she's funny and I and I I sort of I get her humor uh, and and I go along with it. And it's a great thing to sit and watch with my wife because she thinks she's hilarious, too. Um, And the answer to your question, she did write some of the episodes in this. And and you're right. It feels like it's one of those where it's centered on her as a person. And it's pretty much just her again as a character. But, um, you know, it's it it looks really cute and um, sort of. Uh, 21st century romantic because that's that's what romance movies are now. You know, it's just uh, down on their luck, somebody and and feeling sorry for themselves, and then somebody comes across them and turns everything around, right? Um, but I I thought it looked really cute, and I didn't even know it was coming. So I'm glad you posted this here because when I watched it, I found something new that I know uh, my wife and I are going to be sitting down and watching. <laughs> Yeah, but there is a, a darker undercurrent. She's clearly going through medical stuff. Yes. So, and it's called Life and Beth. So I'm assuming she is facing something dire that she needs to turn her life around. Uh, so it's a little deeper, as was Trainwreck. Trainwreck was, had a very dark undercurrent that I liked. It did. Trainwreck was it. It was a lot more serious than I was expecting. And then by the by the time I came out of it, um, I, you really had a lot of sympathy for that a character that was not very sympathetic at the beginning. That's her mastery, Rob. I think. I think when I saw this, I think I, I used to think all of these coming of middle age movies because that's what I would consider this to be. Sort of, 
um, were, were cute now because I'm living it. It's life. Uh, right. So I, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the takes on that. I think we're all right now, for those of us of a similar age, we're all experiencing that and seeing that drawn out in art. Um, though I will just say it looks great. Michael Sarah, I'm going to argue with one point in the trailer. He is absolutely a murderer. That guy <laughs> totally murderer vibes. He's that's what he's doing. When you're like, what's he been doing lately? He's gone because he's got bodies in the backyard. Wow. No. Sweet little no, George I'm, Michael. I'm shocked. That, that's uh, the season finale right there. It's right. <laughs> well, I hope you my, did what? I hope my schedule clears up because it, it comes out on Hulu on March 18th. And I'm very excited about it. And I have not had a ton of time lately to watch. So I want to dive into that. Maybe I'll fake a cold. And I'll stay home and watch that. That's kind of dangerous these days. You might not want to fake a cold. <laughs> well, Everyone don't runs. tell anybody. <laughs> oh, wait, I just said it on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what, what are you bringing to the table? Wow, there, there were a, a lot of choices this week that I, I couldn't decide which one I wanted to do. Um, but eventually I kind of landed on one that, that to me looked a little bit more inspirational. It was kind of based on true stuff. So I went with Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. There are some who'd make me out to be the villain of this here story. Let's don't let a good thing die. Are you born with destiny? Or does it just come knocking at your door? He's a young singer from Memphis, Tennessee. Give him a warm hayride welcome. Mr. Elvis Presley. Get a haircut, buttercup. In that moment, I watched that skinny boy transform into a superhero. to promote you, Mr. Presley. Are you ready to fly? I'm ready. Ready to fly. Tomorrow, all of America will be talking about Elvis Presley. I can't move. I can't sing. Yeah, I, I'm not like a like an Elvis fanatic or anything like that. Um, I I grew up with some of his music because my parents liked him. And, and so I'm very familiar with it, but not more than probably, you know, your average person, my age. Um, and, uh, you know, I saw the, the movie from, uh, uh, back in the seventies. Uh, Let's see who, who was the, the, when Kurt Russell played Elvis. Um, I, I can't remember who, who did that one, but it was, uh, it was, you know, a seventies telling of this. This one looks a little bit more realistic with, uh, Tom Hanks, playing Colonel Tom Parker in it, which I did not expect. So I, I kind of like seeing Tom Hanks take on just about anything, um, even if it's always just Tom Hanks. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm kind of interested in seeing uh, a history of, of Elvis told from this sort of emotional way that the trailer presents it. What do you guys think? Rob? To- totally agree. Um Baz, I always say Baz Luhrmann. Is it Baz? Or oh, Baz? I don't know. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm from Colorado, Baz. so you know we like to say yeah. our A's. You know, I always mess up names. <laughs> All right, Baz Luhrmann. Here's the deal. Baz Luhrmann secured my heart with Moulin. Oh, Rouge. me too. Mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge is in my probably my top ten movies of all time. When my daughter loves it, we introduced it to her, and and he has this uncanny ability to visualize emotion. And visualize what people are feeling and and the drama and like just to visualize that. This is going to be a very interesting take on that. We we had a great uh, musician musical biopic a few years ago called Rocket Man, which I mm-hmm. loved mm. telling the story of Elton John. And it had sort of this surrealness to it. That's what I think he's going to bring to this. I, I'm going to tell you this, though. The brilliance of this trailer. Rarely do you see a trailer that opens so well. 
the idea of Elvis being this young boy before he's discovered and he's kind of looking at the sideshow in the circus and the song that's playing is Suspicious Minds and you see him, Tom Parker, with the sort of evil clown lollipop, <laughs> tap him on the shoulder like, hey, young guy, you, you interested in going this path in life? Wow. I mean, you had me. Like, that's incredible. It doesn't... Tom Hanks looks a little comical in the fat suit. I'm just going to say it, right? I'm not a th- I'm not thrilled with that, but that's fine. Uh, the kid playing, uh, who is it, Austin Butler? Yep. He's he's not a dead ringer for Elvis, but he, he exudes Elvis uh, mm-hmm. in a haunting the way. The voice was really so good, a, though. Yeah, no, and if that's, if that's him, oh, okay, amazing, yeah. right? But what I love about this is, is that they're showing you the tidbits of how do you connect? How does, how does a human being become Elvis Presley? And, and that scenes that they're alluding to where he's the little kid with the lightning bolt, you know, and I don't know if that's the story behind Elvis's famous personal logo was the TCB taking care of business with the, with the lightning bolt uh, theme. I don't know if they're, he's going to explain like, Oh, and that's where this comes from. But I love the whole journey that you're going to, you're going to see in that. And I think at the end it ends with unchained melody, which for those people who don't know, I'm kind of my brother is the bigger Elvis fan in the family. He loves Elvis, but I don't know a little bit about this. Unchained Melody is the, is the final basically live performance Elvis does two months before he dies that everyone knows about his cover of Unchained Melody, which to end the trailer with that is, again, goosebump inducing because you understand if you know his life. But I love this whole idea of, of juxtaposing Tom Parker with this. He says this one line, two odd, lonely children reaching for eternity. Are you kidding? Like, I can't wait for this, if you can't tell. Well, this we can tell because just... we can see your sweet face, but <laughs> yeah, for anyone know, listening, but, but, but they can't see your can jaw voice. dropping and the excitement in your uh, eyes. It's great. I mean, this just looks, and is it going to be accurate? Nah, no. Is it going to be historically? No. Right? No, whatever. I don't care. In. Totally uh, in. This Rob, awesome. I, I'm, I'm excited that you are ex- that excited about it because I wasn't sure. Like, am I going to pick this? Does anybody care like me? Because I thought it looked so much fun. So I'm now now I like I you've kind of validated my my pick here. I, I'm yes. happy that someone else is excited about this like me. <laughs> well, let me throw some water on that, boys. You <laughs> son of a. B- I, okay. It's OK. I don't mind. Go for it. I oh, am over biopics. I am uh, over them. I have stated it loud and proud. I don't want to see any more how this person right, became I'll, the I'll, Grammy award winning or Oscar award. I just I'm over it. I'll stop trying to sell mine. That's <laughs> nobody's nobody's buying it anyway. Yours I would get behind. <laughs> but uh, Tom Hanks has my curiosity peaked because he's Tom Hanks and I have a trust in him and a love of him. Um, to me, it's like. If it's on a plane, I will watch it. I'm not over the moon about it. And I'm not like, I'm never going to see this movie. But it didn't. And I love Baz Luhrmann. It just, uh, it didn't grab me because it's a biopic. I'm just over it. That's fine. Is it? You're going to, yes, of course it is. Thank you for granting me It's going to be great though. It's going to be great. And People I are going to be talking feel, about it, and then you're going to say, well, "Yeah, go I'll feel it. empty inside forever and ever." <laughs> I think it's just going to be like just eye candy to watch, um, just because well, Lerman's making it. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, so right. so that that's that'll appeal to a lot of people that might not jump into that biopic like like you. So, I mean, and that's okay. I think. Rob, what have you chosen, good sir? Uh, wait, before that, June twenty fourth. It oh, comes out in theaters okay. in North America, June 22nd, early for everybody else. So our international listeners, you get the goods early. Uh, my my pick is, uh, in the vein, Mandy, that you had a Hulu limited series called Under the Banner of Heaven. This stays between us. This case I'm working on is a double murder. So far, what we've found isn't pointing outward. The evidence points to things and to beliefs that I have only ever heard whisperings about.
wonder how something so horrific could have come to pass. So here's why, I, okay, this just came out. This trailer just dropped. And I was, of course, I'm interested because it's Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield going through one of the great reimaginations of his career. You know, we have actors who go through these like renaissances. It's like coming you just for go, Bruce Willis. Right? Like, it's coming. Andrew Garfield is right now, he's hitting the top of just this incredible revitalization of his career. Bravo to him. He deserves it. Yes. Especially not just from No Way Home, for everything he's doing. Um, so this is a limited run uh, produced by a limited run Hulu series produced by Ron Howard. And I think Jason Bateman, which is interesting. Uh, it is based on a, a book written about a, a murder that happened by these two brothers in the Latter-day Saints uh, religious community. And a, a lot of stuff is going on. It looks really interesting. Wyatt Russell's in it for again, for you, Marvel fans, the U.S. agent Sam Worthington is in this. This looks like it has a great cast and Andrew Garfield looks spectacular in it. What do you guys think? OK, I love cults and crazy religions. That is where my heart lies. I love true crime. I read this book, but when you when you I saw the title under the banner of heaven, I was like, oh, I remember this book. I love this book, but I don't remember anything about it. I read it when it came out. 10, 15 years ago. I am so excited to dive back into this twisted, culty, cover-up world. I cannot wait. I had no idea they were doing this. And this was just a teaser trailer, and I don't want to see anything else. I just want to watch it. When they All they didn't reveal too much in the trailer, because uh, I, I don't know entirely what's going on. It just looks so dramatic and tense, so I'm, I'm very interested. This is a FX. It's interesting. An FX production that will release on Hulu sometime in the spring. This was a teaser. I'm assuming late March, early April. So who knows? We'll see. And it's Maybe based. Later. Did you say John Krakauer? It's based on a John Krakauer book. Yes. A very well researched, intense yes. book, which I love yes. and can't remember. <laughs> All right. So those are our three trailers. Very different. Very exciting. Very nice. And that brings us. To what could be oh an utter disaster. Yes. It is time for games. <laughs> and here's what I propose. This is a game that a friend of mine taught me years and years ago. And then we started to play it over texts, like on text threads. And it is challenging because it is the type of game you need some time to think of your answer. And I'm going to try to challenge you guys with it in real time. So please accept my apologies in <laughs> advance. If it crashes, then we can just play rocks, paper, scissors over Zoom. <laughs> Is that fair? Yeah. If this crashes and burns, I apologize. Or the powers that be can cut it from the podcast. So this is a game uh, based on movie titles. Or I'm going to add television titles. So if I said... Uh, the Walking Dead. The next person would be Rob, and Rob would extend that to The Walking Dead. Uh, uh, the Walking Dead Man Walking. Okay. And then that would pass on to Josh, who would say, The Walking Dead Man Walking the Line. Is Walking the Line a movie? Did I just make it up? I mean, that's close. It's walk the line. But walk, I mean, you, I mean, right. that would, we would so, let that go. And you can tack on to the front of it or you can tack on to the back of it. You can change like spelling. You can grab a syllable and extend it. I'm going to be real loose <laughs> with the rules. If it works. Now we can works. go from TV to keep... movie. Is that that's allowed? Yeah. OK. Anything is okay. allowed. I just want to keep it going as long as we can and see what kind of string we can build out with a. With okay. a title. Well, completely unrelated to the game, I just want to write down this idea for, for me just for future reference because I had come up came up with a good idea for a movie is The Walking Dead Poet Society, which I think would be a fantastic movie. I'm just saying. See? <laughs> that, right. And I'm glad that was my example because you would have just blown us out of the water with that. 
yeah, it's like any of those classic books where they put zombies in it. Only you know this is Dead Poet Society. Right. Yeah, okay, good. I I like this right. idea. Okay, I love I'm it. I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready to so, make everybody look good. That's that's what. I'm <laughs> so the order will go: Rob, Josh, me. So Rob, right now, pick a movie or a TV show. Lay it out there, and we'll see how far we can get. And and you have a reasonable, like, a few seconds to try to extend it. And if you can't, then you lose that point. So how about uh, the Hunger Games? Hunger Games. Yeah, take out the the. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's okay to uh, um, not say games. It could be game. Yes? Okay. Yes. Yeah, we're, yes. I'm, again, I'm, I'm. Fast and loose with the rules okay, here. Okay, let's see. Hunger Games. Um, how about uh, the Hunger Games people play? Is that a movie or a TV show? Uh, yeah, I think that was a TV show. Yeah, I think that was a TV show. Hunger Games people player. Robert Altman oh. movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hunger Games people player. Hunger Games People Player One. Yes! Yes! It's working! It's working. It's working. <laughs> it's working! Josh. Okay, Josh, so n- Josh. no, I, I continue on that. We're not starting over. Okay, so right. uh, so we got the Hunger Games People Player One. Mm-hmm. Is that where we are? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Oh my gosh. Uh, the uh, one, one, one Hunger Games uh, People Player. But it has to go at the end. I can't add no, something. Can oh, no, 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 Oh, oh, beginning too. No, but I mean, like, can't go in the middle of one. Right. Oh, okay. Beginning right. or end. Okay, let's see. Um, Hunger Games, people, player, one tree hill. There you go. <laughs> okay. Hunger Games, people, player, one tree hill street blues. Oh, well, I, I, I'm, I'm keeping, I'm not, I'm just, if you hear me typing, I'm typing because I'm keeping track of yeah, what so it is. Yeah, so am right? I. I'm, okay. Hunger okay. Games, People oh, Player I, I One, Tree Hill Street Blues. Jeez. Oh, Hunger Games, People Player One, Tree Hill Street Blues Clues. Oh. I love it. Oh, my God. That might uh, end it, though. Oh, um... I was thinking Brothers McMullen, like if you said Blues Brothers, but that's just me. Oh, that's just me. that would have been. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, my gosh. Hunger I'm, Games, I'm, People Player One, Tree Hill Street Blues Clues. That's way, way better than I thought we were. <laughs> I know. Me too. I'm so happy. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. I, I think I've got it. Oh, I, I think it, if this counts, if this counts. Okay. Yeah. Hunger Games, People Player One. Tree Hill Street Blues Clueless. <gasps> I'm going to allow it. Okay, cool. What? And I'm going to say <laughs> Hunger Games People Player One Tree Hill Street Blues Clue Less Than Zero. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm so happy. I can't think of some movies that begin with zero, but I'm sure there are some. Probably at least two of them are starring Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like... There's got to be a movie named Zero Hour. Something's been called Zero Hour, right? What about Zero yes. Dark Thirty? So, oh, oh, sure. <laughs> Thanks for the help. I just want to keep it going. I just never yeah. want it no, to no, end. No, 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 no. Actually, now I think it's a team. Now it's just like let's yes, keep it going. Team play. Okay. Right. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay, and I, I'm not sure if I could remember it. Um, Hunger uh, Games, people, player, one tree, Hill Street Blues, clueless, l- clue less than zero, dark thirty. Okay, clue less than zero, dark thirty, thirty, huh? Or it could be thirty, or you could use the syllable T thirty. Hunger Games, people, player, one tree, Hill Street. Blues clues, no clueless than zero dark thirteen age mutant ninja t- turtles. I love it. <laughs> oh my god! I love it. Mutant ninja. Oh my god! Turtles. Oh, I picked a hard one. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Or er, turtles. 
I think we might be uh, done with this one. That's that feels impossible to build uh, upon. It feels like the title of the next Bruce Willis movie, actually. I right. literally was just going to say that. <laughs> uh, that. That's great. I love that. That's great. Should we do one more? Sure. Because that's awesome. <laughs> I love okay, it. Josh, yeah, this pick is a fun. movie or a TV show. Pick a movie or a TV show. Okay, let's see. Um... Uh, yeah, this is a hard part, right? Because I want to pick one that that's kind know, of fun, fun to build upon, right? right? See, it is. Um. Okay, maybe just something kind of simple. Like, um, how about um, "Stand by Me"? I love it. Oh, nice. Rob, stand. <laughs> oh no, I can't do that one. <laughs> I- I wanted to say stand by me, myself and Irene, but then I'm like, well, that's the end, right? Like that's the end. That's the end of the game. Right. <laughs> oh, uh, I might pass. Okay. I'll say stand by one? mean girls. Oh, uh, like that's, that's thinking out of the box, man. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> yes. So does it go Anyone? back to me? Yeah. I, yeah. I, like, oh, just, you know, just do it. Like, if you got it, you got yeah. it. Good. Okay. Let's see. Um, So stand by mean girls. Um, Girls is one of those. that's like not the first word of the movie, but but later on, isn't it? Um, Attack of the at the beginning of it would be the stand by mean (laughs) girls. But that that seems kind of like a. What about Um, stand by mean girls? Just want to have fun. Wow, if we ever play like team play with another team, I want you to be on my team, okay? Because okay. you're yeah, really, really good at this. <laughs> oh, that's in practice. So um, what about that? Stand by mean girls just want to have fun. I like that. Yes. Stand by mean girls just want to have fun. Okay. There's a TV show. Is it is it called um Last Last Man Standing? Is that right? Yes. Is that what it's called? Uh, Tim it, Allen or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Last yes. Man Standing by Mean <laughs> sure. Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Do it. Uh, so oh. now we need something that ends in last or fun to continue. What about Last Man Standing by Mean Girls Just Want to Have Thunderworld? Isn't Underworld a thing? <laughs> Under. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is a that is a series that of movies movie? actually yeah. Yes, it is. Kate Blanchett, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I mean, not Blanchett. Kate Beckinsale. That's what I'm going with. Okay. All right. Underworld. Last man standing by Mean Girls just want to have Underworld. Oh, I'm out. All right. I can't think of anything either. All right. Well, thank you for playing my silly game, gentlemen. I I do appreciate it. I like that. I really? <laughs> it's fun because you could do it over text. Like somebody sends one and then you have time to think of your next one and yes. send it back. You know? No, this is vi- that was very good. I've changed both of your lives for the better and all of our listeners' lives for the better with my game. And now I'm going to change their lives by telling them if you're not yet a member but would like to become one, just head over to thenextreel.com slash membership. The most it'll cost you is five bucks a month. Members get access to live streams as we record, early access to shows in your very own personal podcast feed, access to the super secret member channels in Discord, member bonus episodes, and even stickers. And if you're wondering what movies The Next Reel is going to be talking about in the coming weeks and months, you can visit our HQ page on Letterboxd, where you'll find a list of all the movies in the 2022 season. And while you're there, Letterboxd is offering a discount to anyone listening to The Next Reel. Just use the code NEXTREEL at checkout and you can upgrade your Letterboxd account to pro or patron with a 20% off discount. This discount also works for renewals. It is time for the Rob Cabosco Memorial List Challenge. And our topic this week, as far as I understood it was comic book movies but not about superheroes correct so i of course immediately broke the rules you know they picked this for you specifically right (laughs) i don't know Uh, if you know that like they actually said they mentioned they're like oh yeah who's on the show next week oh yeah we're doing we're doing this for mandy yes well they did do that eat it guys and gals because i 
I don't know that these are comic books, but I know that these were all comics, like comic oh. strips or comic characters. So I am coming right out of the gate with a classic. He's orange. He's fat. He loves lasagna. He's Garfield. Uh, oh. <laughs> That's a great pick. <laughs> and I watched those movies with my kid, and my husband was like, these are the worst. And I was like, these are talking animal movies, and I love them, and shut up. Well, I, I'm all for it. I was a big Garfield fan, so... <gasps> What's your heart? <laughs> I used to I used to cut them out of the newspaper every day and collect them in a cigar box. I, oh no, I that's actually, just creepy. I still have some. No, it was creepy. a it was fun. it was but you know because I I couldn't afford the books. You know you buy the Aww. book collections so I could go through and I could look through and you know Aww. I like I like Garfield. Bless your heart. <laughs> well, there he is in our list. Uh, Josh, you're up next. I'm up next, huh? Okay. Um, so I went actually with uh, a, a similar genre, I guess. But um, this actually was a comic book because I grew up watching these comic books. And then it became a bizarre movie with the kid of the moment, Macaulay Culkin. And that was Richie Rich. Oh, nice. I used to love reading Richie Rich comic books. But um, we're the, getting the a mo- real glimpse into uh, your your psyche and your childhood, and I enjoy it. <laughs> I was very eclectic. I want to get in there. <laughs> Rob, what do you got? Well, um, okay, so uh, I had a couple different ideas here, which when we get to, like, backups, if we have any backups, I have a couple I'm going to share, but I'm going to go with this route. I agree with you. I went with Comic Strip for my first one hmm. because I was like, I'm going to make a little change here. This is a movie that does not get much love. It should. It was... Trying to be probably too hard to be bold at the time. Uh, And one of the things I love about this movie is the art direction is because they were trying so hard to stay edgy with the source material. And when you hear what it is, you're going to say, edgy, are you serious? (laughs) This entire movie has a palette of, I think, only like seven colors. (gasps) I know what it is. I love this movie so much. And I I honestly do. Yes, it's 1990s Dick Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Oh, Starring Warren Beatty. Movie. I didn't think I thought about that. There's a whole bunch of Madonnas in it. And and I got to tell you, like, I know this movie gets derided a lot. I think it's a fun movie. And I, and when you watch it, if you've never watched it with the eye of how many colors really are on the screen, Mm -hmm. you will have a great appreciation for the work that went into achieving that. The art direction's beautiful. Yes. And Al Pacino's performance is incredible. He mouths what people are saying, like, as he's thinking. And somebody else is talking, he's mouthing all his thoughts. And it's yes. very funny and very creepy. And I love that movie deeply. I've seen it many, many times. Oh, it's a great. No, it is. It's a great. It's a totally great movie. Except the kid. The kid's annoying, but whatever. Charlie <laughs> Corsmo? Go I suck mean, an egg. I mean, whatever. Oh, it's you're wrong. It's. <laughs> I know. Um, I know it press, presses oh your buttons. I knew it. I'm so excited to know it. these movies. This is so thrilling. Yeah. Uh, that was a good So pick. my next choice is like the classic comic of all time that as and they made many movies that were on the TV on TV in the 60s and 70s. But then they released a feature film with like fancy CGI when my son was like four and I took him and it was the boringest movie of all time. It's the Peanuts. Oh, oh. The Peanuts oh, movie you, is terrible. You did like that movie, huh? I didn't mind it, but <laughs> you but I thought it was okay. There's plenty of Peanuts movies from like the '70s right. that were animated, and and you right. know, that that totally counts too. Right, none of them are really my. Uh, I like a lot more action. Those movies are very mellow. So <laughs> yes, well, uh, yeah. Char- Charles Schultz was not an action writer. That is that no. is true. No, <laughs> the football can only be pulled at the last second so many times. <laughs> Well, all right. Yeah. Uh, Josh. Okay. Well, um, I was trying to kind of get a variety of genres and I was also trying to get uh, comics that I have actually seen. So um, mostly I had superhero comics, so that was kind of tricky. But uh, my brother, my older brother, uh, when he was a teenager, he he liked a variety of genres, too. So I picked something a little bit more horrific than Richie Rich. That would be Tales from the Crypt. Uh-huh. And those are some pretty creepy comics that uh controversial too at the time when they were coming out. Mm. 
Because they were warping the fragile minds of the young youth of yes, America. Of course. <laughs> I don't During know. I think the pandemic, okay. when, <laughs> when it was just like, you know, I couldn't get my hair cut, I couldn't access any beauty out in the world, I just kept saying, I look like the Crypt Keeper. I, every day of the <laughs> pandemic that passed, I looked more and more like the Crypt Keeper. So I can relate. Uh, Rob. Um, okay, so my theme, I should have said, is my theme in my picks today were movies that have were not were bombs or were not seen oh. as a big deal when they first came out. But with time, it's worth checking out again. I am sure there will be people who will very much disagree with this next pick. This one is based on a 2006 graphic novel uh, created by Scott Mitchell Rosenberg. It is the 2011 science fiction western called Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, that was on my list. I almost picked that one. Oh, okay. Oh, oh you did. Okay, good. It's, it's so, not. Yeah. No, you didn't steal it. Right. I, I had it as a backup just in case. And, and I got to tell you, it's John Favreau. I mean, on paper, John Favreau, Daniel Craig, Harrison Ford, Olivia Wilde. They, yeah, it did. It was when it came out, everyone was like, what? What is this? Uh, there's a soft spot in my heart for this movie. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I thought it was fun, too. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm going very, very old school for my last pick. And oddly, it was like the first thing that occurred to me because uh, because I don't do superhero stuff. I, I only know comics that have nothing to do with superhero stuff. And I thought Dennis the Menace. And they did make a movie of it with Walter Matthau as Mr. Wilson. Yes. Right. Yes. And uh, so I chose Dennis the Menace. Oh. I'm really classing up the joint. <laughs> I think. But wait, these are old movies. This is, you know what? I want to applaud you. You took something. They tried to throw you a curveball. You smashed it. Thank this you, Rob. Good. This has all been very good. Thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we're being pretty flexible about the comic book part of it, but sure. I like all of these sorry, things, Josh. so I'll take it. I cut, off, I cut your mic at that point. I don't want to hear that. Oh, okay. No. All right. No. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't important. It was. It's fine. What do you got, Josh? What's your third? Um, Okay. Well, I went back and forth. I I tried to decide what was a superhero, what was not a superhero. Um, But ultimately, I went with one. And this is, again, very classic, like you said. So I went with Flash Gordon. Hmm. Oh. Nice pick. Uh, I like I like the movie. It is the, you know, campiest, silliest 80s movie. But um, and and it's it's a classic thing. Those comics really, really inspired a a generation of filmmakers, including, you know, like George Lucas, which is where all the Star Wars movies came from. So they were pretty important. Uh, That's some other good ones, too. But I went with that one. All right. Flash Gordon. This is the one from the 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 one that came out in the 80s. Oh, absolutely. And it spawned two sequels, Ted and Ted, Two. Well, I was going to say, wasn't that? It was in. That would the the Flash Gordon trilogy. Yep, that's that's right. I know it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) All right. All right. Bring us home, Rob. Okay, so I am so excited to bring this movie up. Kyle and I know we've talked about this movie before. A lot of people don't know this movie, based on a story created by authors Mark Richardson and Mark Verheiden. It was a uh, appeared in an anthology of comic uh, Dark Horse Comics. That was the, by Dark Horse Comics. It was called Dark Horse Dark Horse Comics. Uh, it's the first installment of this series that they did. The movie is 1994's Time Cop. Oh, and I just want to say I love this movie. Another movie that probably people didn't take because John Jean Claude Van Damme was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron Silver those in it. Bruce McGill is in it, who I love Bruce McGill. Bruce McGill's the the guy who drives the death mobile in Animal House. He was on Rizzolian Isles. Great actor. This movie, the, the story I want to share is a friend and I went to opening night of this movie. We were totally excited. It looked like it was going to be crazy. Somebody gave away all the tickets to this movie. And everyone's like, oh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, he's a, he's a time cop, right? They load the theater with families and little kids. Oh, and let me say something. <laughs> This movie, because you know what I'm about to say, this is a movie that children absolutely should not be allowed to see. (laughs) There is a scene where a guy is, he's doing a, like, a virtual sex, and there is a totally naked female on a bed (laughs) that I'll just, I will never forget being in the theater just going, 
I love this movie. Wow. I'm totally <laughs> feeling like I should not be in this theater right now. <laughs> Laws are being broken. What are we doing here? Wow. <laughs> the Tyler Durden was in charge of packing that audience right there. That's, oh, uh, man. I have not. <laughs> just... I don't. That's all. I have just a crazy memory of that movie. But the movie is so great. I oh, didn't even realize so that was a comic book. I had no idea. I know. Yeah. So there you go. Time cop. We've been educated. Yeah. Right. So no have those seals. kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I, <laughs> there was a lot of conversations after that. <laughs> uh, I had a busy week, so I have no alternates. But did you guys have any alternates you wanted to bring up? Well, I have one because I, I was this close to sharing Howard the Duck. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I I am the one person on the planet that loves that movie. So Nice to meet oh, you. Oh no, it's it's interesting. Well it's, <laughs> it's interesting. And plus, that, and, so you just described like a blind date there, is it? And wait, wait, wait. Well, but it, well, but that's a blind date that <laughs> we draw the line at not human. So I mean like we just leave it there, right? Like we just go Not okay. in that movie they don't. <laughs> you know what I'm talking exactly. You know what I'm talking about. Um, he was in the news because apparently there's rumors that character's coming back. Yes, uh, that's that's been around for a while, people. Since he showed up in uh, in one like in trailer right. scene, and then he was right. in, uh, I think he was in another movie too, right? Endgame. Well, he shows up at Endgame at the the final battle. Oh, right. Yeah. So he. So yeah, he's he's not done. Seth Green. Seth Green's going to get some more work, <laughs> which is great. Um, okay, so I at first was trying to be really ambitious, and I was like, I'm going to pick someone from an actor in each one of our trailers, mm. and then I was going to have a movie each wow. one of them. Wow. Yeah. I, but then I it fell apart yeah. because of me. F that. Uh, Michael Sarah, yeah. Scott Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Right. And then I had Tom Hanks, Road to Perdition. Oh. Uh, which a lot of people don't know, based based on a graphic novel. Mm. Uh, and then my other one, which this one would have really blurred the line. Again, this is a movie I have a soft spot for, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, oh I Sean saw Connery's, that. Sean Connery's last film role, which that's... Yeah. And there aren't superheroes that. in that? It's technically eh. not. No, not really. Uh, technically. Right. I decided they were too much. I was trying to get away from that. But you're right. I mean, it's the uh, Invisible Man and uh, yeah. uh, uh, Drac- Dracula. Captain sort, Neptune. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're not heroes. But anyway, that's why. It's the Justice that. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and, yes. and Woman. So I put it off to the side. Anyway, there you go. Uh... All right, guys, what are we going to do to Tommy, Ocean, and Chrissy next week? Wait, they're next week's? Yeah. So I, as we've been talking, I've had two ideas. Okay. Because I'm wicked smart, and that's my job as as host to come up with these ideas. Uh, One of them, because we made these titles, was like, you know, good movies with really bad titles. Mm-hmm. Or another one that you just mentioned, Rob, was like a movie that came out and bombed, but over time became really beloved and everybody, you know, became a cult classic. Do oh, either one of those. Unpopular, like unpopular cult classics. Or you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, like, they, like they came out, they got, they right. bombed, but then, Bombs. you know, over right. time. They became legendary. Yes, like well, Dick that- Tracy was where, you know, you said that about Dick Tracy and I was like, but I saw it in the theater and then. Immediately on VCR, and the, I just loved it. Yes. So it became Same. this. Yes. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my time to be legendary. It <laughs> hasn't come yet. <laughs> but do you guys have okay. any other ideas? My, my uh, contribution was going to be movies starring Bruce Willis, but not as a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Which you think to yourself, oh, that's got. No, you think about it. You'd have to, you'd have to go deep into the filmography. Yeah. But anyway. I like I like all all of these are great. Do we like good movies with bad titles or do we like bombs that became beloved? I like bombs that became beloved. That's I really do like that. Yeah. Great. That's going to give me more movie ideas to watch. Now I get to say thank you for tuning in. Guys, anything you want to plug in the next real universe? 
Well, you can hear me on my uh, podcast that I do over there on RetroZap.com. Uh, I uh, co-host shows with uh, my friend Jay Shepard, who was on here last week. Uh, we host Superhero Suite, where we talk all things comics, uh, you know, TV, movies, comic books, everything. Also, uh, Scarlet Velocity, a Flash podcast, where uh, we talk about the CW series, The Flash, and that's going to be coming back here just in the next couple weeks. And Enjoy Stuff, where we just talk about just about anything we want, movies, TV, video games, and how we find uh, enjoyment in all of them, even if they're bad and just fun. Great. Rob? Uh, Kyle and I, uh, Kyle Wilson and I, uh, have just launched a new show soft launch because we wanted to get a couple episodes done so that we can then, you know, get everything all figured out, sure. but it is a show called 10 random things. Oh. So, uh, Kyle and I each, it is live. It is streamed live on YouTube and Facebook on the next reels, uh, both the channels there, uh, on Wednesdays at 5 PM mountain time. Mm-hmm. And it's streamed live, meaning we screw up, things happen. We have multiple cameras and cool a cool studio it's been kind of it's been kind of fun uh and we just we did a tour of the Haslab razor crest a few weeks ago uh on this previous week's show uh we just got a the 55th anniversary bluetooth communicator from star trek.com that was kind of cool it's it, uh, some of it is merch some of it is uh old books we have all the things we want to talk about but we always tie it in to what's going on in the week so if you watch it live, you'll have something to talk about uh, at the office water cooler or with your kids going into the weekend. There's that. It's a lot of fun. Ten random things. Check it out. Wednesdays, 5 p.m. Go to the next reels. Uh, homes on the Internet and you will see it. Great. Congrats on the new show. I am still doing the Man Cave with Mandy Fabian and we are two best friends with nothing in common except our first name and we debate and discuss what's on TV and films and books and podcasts and we have had some very intense disagreements lately and our friendship is still intact. So uh, you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. Mand Cave. It's uh, explicit. I feel I should say. We swear. She cannot stop swearing. So it's really a problem for her. Um, but that is all for us. And tune in next week to hear Tommy, Ocean, and Chrissy discuss bad movies that became beloved. And until then, everybody, stay safe. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January, or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. (laughs) 